Welcome back to the 17 News at Noon podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Noon. Good afternoon and thanks for joining us for 17 News at Noon. I'm Nicole Gitsky. Well, there are now several confirmed cases of the new COVID-19 strain in California, and this comes as state leaders brace for a surge on top of a surge and already overwhelmed hospital systems across the state. State leaders yesterday said there are now six confirmed cases of the new COVID-19 strain in California. The mutated strain first discovered in the UK has now been found in four people in San Diego and two in San Bernardino. One of the patients is hospitalized. Around the state, the governor noted California is seeing six times as many patients in intensive care units as it did just two months ago. Newsom noted the situation is getting so dire. His administration created an oxygen task force to determine how the state distributes oxygen and oxygen tanks to hospitals running low. California leaders say they're bracing for an even worsening situation in the next coming weeks. And worries of an oxygen shortage are already playing out in Los Angeles County as ambulance crews are reportedly being instructed to conserve the use of oxygen and not to transport patients that have little chance of survival as the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has stepped in to evaluate those oxygen supplies. The Los Angeles Times obtained a memo issued yesterday by the L.A. County Emergency Medical Services Agency. It states that ambulance crews should conserve oxygen by only giving it to patients who have oxygen saturation levels below 90%. The Times reports emergency rooms are so full, patients are waiting as long as eight hours inside ambulances before a bed opens up. That means those ambulances can't respond to other emergency calls, including those not related to coronavirus. And as of yesterday, the LA County Emergency Medical Services Agency has told paramedics to stop transporting patients that have virtually no chance at surviving. That includes those whose heart and breathing stops. And the situation isn't much better in the Bay Area as ambulances have had to wait outside hospitals with patients for hours. Hospitals in Santa Clara County are seeing a surge in coronavirus cases and it's taking its toll on first responders. Officials say ambulances have had to wait outside with patients for hours before those patients can be admitted. Hospital officials say they are doing their best to divert an ambulance on its way to a hospital that's too crowded. Instead, sending the ambulance to a different hospital nearby that has a bed open. And here at home, the vaccination process continues to roll out. Kern County has received over 26,000 doses. This morning, Director of Public Health Matt Constantine said 80 local providers have been approved to offer the vaccine. Constantine says this is a community vaccination plan, so public health will rely on those local providers as more residents get vaccinated. Um, all of our healthcare, uh, excuse me, all of our hospitals and their employees now have been vaccinated. We've accomplished that first uh, um, primary objective because we want to make sure that they're healthy in case we get sick and we need to be cared for. Now also in this first phase includes skilled nursing facilities. The state has been working with Walgreens and CVS to administer those vaccines to employees and patients there. Constantine also says EMTs and paramedics are still getting the vaccine. They're expected that all the frontline workers will have received one by the end of the week. The Latino COVID-19 task force is offering free testing throughout the week. 
And there's also testing at certain pharmacies and urgent care facilities in our area. To find a testing site nearest you, you can go to Kern Public Health's website and click on the coronavirus tab. From there, you can find an interactive map with addresses, hours, and other useful information. Now, the search continues for two California City boys. Both have been missing for over two weeks now. A search party was held yesterday in Bakersfield near the intersection of Cottonwood Road and Casa Luma Drive. Organizers say that's one of the areas they believe the boys were last seen. Despite search efforts in California City and Bakersfield, police still don't know where the boys could be. I can't comment on that whether I think they're alive or not. I do suspect foul play. We haven't been able to put together, you know, how the boys got out of the yard or where they've gone. Three businesses have offered rewards for anyone who can find the kids. Anna Lynn, the city manager of California City, says the mayor and council are in full support of offering another reward. The amount will be determined by a council vote on Thursday. Now, the extended family of the adoptive parents made an online statement Saturday night. It says that none of them live in California City, but they've received death threats since the beginning of the investigation. It also says the extended family has been fully cooperating with law enforcement to find these boys. Now you can find that full statement on our website at KGET.com. Anyone with information can call the California City Police Department at 760-373-8606. And to remain anonymous, you can call the Secret Witness Hotline at 322-4040. Well, now calls are growing for President Trump to face a criminal investigation for pushing and pressuring Georgia's top election officials to overturn the election results. It comes as he appeared in Georgia overnight for Republican Senate candidates, again falsely claiming he won the state. NBC's Peter Alexander reports. In Georgia overnight, the first words out of President Trump's mouth were not true. By the way, there's no way we lost Georgia. There's no way. A rigged election. He was supposed to be campaigning ahead of today's crucial Senate runoffs. Instead, the president obsessed over last year's election loss, again falsely claiming he won. And then I take in this White House, we're going to fight like hell. Hours after huddling with Vice President Pence in the Oval Office, the president called on Pence to help deliver him a second term when the Senate votes tomorrow, whether to certify the results for President-elect Biden. But to be clear, Pence does not have the power to change the outcome. I hope that our great vice president, our great vice president comes through for us. He's a great guy. Of course, if he doesn't come through, I won't like him quite as much. Republicans are bitterly divided over the decision by 13 GOP senators and more than 100 others in the House to object to the certification of Biden's victory. The president still fuming after that contentious hour-long call where he tried and failed to pressure Georgia Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to find the votes to overturn his defeat. Raffensperger telling NBC News he does not know who released the recording, but that he's glad it was made public after President Trump mischaracterized their conversation. You can't keep on taking shots from people and people keep putting out stuff that's not true. We're going to respond forcibly sometimes with the facts. And if people can't handle the facts, I'm sorry, but those are the facts. On Capitol Hill, a pair of Democrats are now asking the FBI director to open a criminal investigation into the president. It is a crime to solicit election fraud, and that's what Donald Trump did over and over again. President-elect Biden in Georgia bashing President Trump. I don't know why he still wants the job. He doesn't want to do the work. 
This morning we saw some cloudy skies, but we can possibly expect that to clear up. Let's send things back over to Kevin now. Today we'll call for a mix of sun and clouds, and Bakersfield should be right near 58, along with Delano McFarland, 55 in Taft. For the mountains and the Kern River Valley, mostly sunny as we progress here. 56 in Fraser Park, 53 in Tehachapi with 60s into the Kern River Valley. And then for the desert, mostly sunny, a little bit of a breeze out of the northeast, 20 to 30, a high of 60 in Mojave. Here's your extended forecast. Very little change, a mix of sun and clouds the next seven days. Temperatures remaining into the 50s to lower 60s. Overnight will be in the 40s. For the mountains, a mix of sun and clouds, mostly sunny though through Thursday, then partly cloudy Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Temperatures remaining into those 50s. Overnight still chilly into the 20s and 30s. And then for the Kern River Valley, we're looking mostly sunny through Thursday. A few clouds rolling in Friday through next Monday and temperatures expected into those 60s. So overall not a bad forecast. We just wish we could get a little bit of rain to come into the area and just not going to happen anytime soon. Taking a look at news around town as a local fundraiser is getting a revamp because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The annual JJ's Legacy Gala and Golf Tournament will now be a televised event right here on KGET. You can tune in Saturday, March 13th from 7 to 8 p.m. Then on Monday, it's the day of golf at Seven Oaks Country Club. All funds raised during this event will help those recovering in the hospital after receiving an organ donation. Organizers say they hope this continues to be one of Kern County's premier fundraising events despite the pandemic. And Adventist Health Bakersfield is offering free immunizations for kids at multiple locations throughout January. The next clinic takes place tomorrow in the parking lot of Albertsons on Brundage Lane from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prior to attending one, one of those clinics, you're asked to call 869-6740 for additional instructions. Due to COVID-19 precautions, children over the age of five require an appointment. For a full list of clinics, head to our website, kget.com. And this week, the Kern County Network for Children is holding community training to help recognize signs of child abuse and neglect. The free training is designated for those in education, healthcare, faith-based communities, businesses, and others working with children and families. The sessions are set to offer the community an opportunity of what it is and what it is not considered child abuse and or neglect and how to report if you suspect abuse. There will be a chance for community members to ask questions as well. The first session of this year is on Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 636-4993 for more information. And Starbucks new winter menu items debuted today, including the honey almond milk cold brew and flat white. Both beverages are featured with honey, then topped with almond milk. Starbucks is also introducing the new pistachio latte, which features sweet flavors of pistachio and a buttery topping paired with espresso and steamed milk. For breakfast, Starbucks has kale and portobello mushrooms, souvet, egg bites and a vegetarian option. Starbucks says that is packed with protein. Working in the spirit of the Golden Empire, this is 17 News at Noon. The 17 News at Noon podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.